Hi guys, Justine here. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode featuring Julie from Resting Bitch Face. Go check out Resting Bitch Face podcast. And I just wanted to plug my Patreon really quick. It's patreon.com slash shorejustine. And I am covering the new season of Floribama Shore on there, as well as Double Shot at Love with Polly and Vinny. So if you're interested in that, or also I have Snooki and JWoww, I have um, past Teen Mom episodes that I've done. I have so much on there. So if you're interested in that, head on over to patreon.com slash shorejustine. And I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi, Julie. Hi, Justine. Thank you so much for joining me for Always Jersey a pleasure. Shore. I loved this episode. I can't wait to talk about it. Okay, good. It's a good episode. And honestly, the entire season, every episode is great. There's things happen this whole season. Yeah, I don't think I watched this when it was originally on, which I definitely missed out because it is really funny to watch them kind of running around Italy and not knowing what the hell they're doing. And do you see how fucked up Mike is in this episode? And just like yesterday when I was like doing the, um, the premiere and stuff of it, I was watching it and I'm like, when I watched this live, how did I not realize how fucked up he was? I thought that was just like his personality. It's insane. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, I didn't realize that he and Snooki had this like romantic connection kind of, but it really seems to me like he's just fucked up and she's there. It doesn't even seem like he's genuinely into her. It's a weird thing. I think that he knew exactly what he was doing with her being the main star of the show. No one ever thought that she would like get a boyfriend and settle down. And I think that he definitely wanted to break them up for just for the show, just for the sake of the show. Mm -hmm. I think you're right because um, yeah, she was definitely the star of the show. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If you had to pick one person out of the whole show, it would definitely be Snooki. So yeah, I definitely think he was trying to get to the level of fame that she was at. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So let's just get into it because there's so much to talk about. So Okay, I'm excited. We start off with Polly and Dina in the club and they're making out. Did you... So you said you didn't watch this. I was going to ask if you even remember this happening. No. And I audibly, as I was watching this, I was audibly going, oh my God, (laughs) like their tongues, like she's biting his lip and pulling it away. And I'm like, holy shit. I did not realize this ever happened. That was so intense. It totally caught me off guard. Yeah. And well, first of all, my first note was Polly needed Botox back then. Thank God he has (laughs) it now. (laughs) That's funny. I didn't even notice that. But yeah, he must have been in his like early 30s, right? Or no, yeah, mid 30s, maybe? He was 29 in season one. Wow, that's so crazy to me. He looked the same age as everybody else. I know. Um, And there's like a moment where Snooki pulls Polly aside and she's like, oh my god, please fuck Dina. 
<laughs> and Polly's like so drunk, like he's slurring his words. Polly's wasted. He's like, I'm probably going to, but like, I feel bad though, because like, if I hook up with other girls, like I don't want her catching feelings. And Snooki's like, no, like Snooki's trying to be like such a good friend and like trying yeah. to convince him. She's like, no, she knows you guys are like best friends. Like, come on. And then he's like, no, but if I fuck her tonight and then I fuck another girl, I don't want her to cry, you know? And mm -hmm. I totally get what he's saying. He's very smart. Like I said, he's a little bit older than her. He's more mature. He knows that if he, and I, I do think that if they ended up having sex, that uh, it would have gone exactly how he predicted. But I do wish that production um, convinced him to do it. I, I mean, that's not like, I doubt they can legally do that, but I kind of right. wish that someone did just for the sake of the show. Well, so I, at first I was like, oh, Polly is sweet. He cares about her feelings. But then as the time goes on, I'm like, okay, no, he's not that sweet. He just doesn't want shit to be awkward for himself because he knows he wants to bang other chicks. So it wasn't really about Dina's feelings. It was about like the drama that would come afterwards. And he was totally right because even in this episode, he's talking to another girl or dancing with another girl and Dina's drunk over there trying to pull him away from the girl. I was like, it's exactly what he said it was going to be. Yeah. It would have been awful. And they hadn't even slept together yet. So it just would have gotten worse. And even there's a moment at towards the end of this episode where she sits on his lap after mm -hmm. like they've come home from the club and put on their pajamas and stuff. And he like he's like oh like excuse me I gotta get up and then he just like leaves her and it's like he clearly doesn't want to have yeah, that he, type of relationship with he her. He had at all. nowhere to be. He was just trying to get away because then he walks in and, and Vinny's like half asleep and he's like hey Vin do you need some chapstick? And it's like <laughs> I had to leave the room because I needed to check and see if you needed chapstick in bed while you're half asleep. But that those types of moments are so uncomfortable for me because. We've all had those experiences where we have a crush on a guy and we're coming on to them and they're just not into it. And it's so embarrassing. It's like secondhand embarrassment to watch that happen to Dina on camera. It's very uh, Nilsa with Jeremiah in yes. season one of Floribama, except Nilsa's was a hundred times worse than Dina. Yes. Yeah. It's it's um, comfort uncomfortable to watch because I know that I've been there like many yeah. times before. I know. Ugh. Um, there's like this moment where Snooki and Jenny are talking about it and then they compare it to like the Vinny situation. Um, I mean, I guess that's kind of true because Snooki did kind of get drunk and then she got upset when Vinny brought another girl home. And then when oh, she yeah, was sober, yeah. she was like, I don't even know why I acted like that. And I feel like that's probably what Dina would have done. She would have been like mm -hmm. the next morning, like, why did I even care? You know? Yeah. Yep. Um, the drunken emotions can really catch you up. Yeah. And the, so they leave the club after all this. And there's a really funny moment where just the whole entire cap ride home, everyone's thing was just so funny. Like people were chirping Polly. And then there was like a moment where Snooki is like lean, like face towards the back of the cab where Dina is. And she's like trying to talk to her about the whole Polly thing. And Mike is just so fucked up, has a cigarette like hanging out of the side of his uh -huh. mouth. He has his arm around Snooky and he's like, come here, baby, come here. And she's just like Ugh. looking at him like, what are you doing? I know, gross. Yeah. 
so I had a question. So when when they all go home and Ronnie calls this Hannah girl, mm-hmm. I see the notebook, like their little phone book that they keep next to the phone because they can't have their cell phones and stuff, right? They're not yeah. allowed to have them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first of all, I was wondering how much drama does the phone book itself stir up? Because I'm nosy as fuck. So I would be sitting there looking through people's notes and like looking at the phone numbers that they had in there. That has to have stirred up some drama. I'm well, sure. that's that happened in season two in Miami. Sammy oh. was looking through Ronnie's phone book like that. And she uh. saw a girl that she knew that. And I guess Ron had promised her before the show he wasn't going to write her number down. And then um, oh, yeah, it didn't happen with that. Jenny, too. And Tom came and she oh, like wrote down that. she wrote down their mutual friend's number. And then it came out later that it was like their mutual drug dealer. Yee. And he Yikes. like didn't want her doing drugs without him there. And when they got when they got into the fight, he even said, like, you promised me you weren't going to do that here. Oh, wow. Well, that makes sense. I I feel like if I was in a relationship with someone and maybe we did some kind of something every once in a while, I wouldn't want them, especially a woman, I wouldn't want her to be out drunk at a club and on something and not be protected, you know? So that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Um, But but yeah, so so Ronnie calls this Hannah girl. Yeah. He's fucking hammered out of his mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you got to come visit me. Imagine yeah. that girl actually came. Uh, okay, so that was going to, that was my next question is, do we actually see Hannah? Does she actually come? Or are, I, I'm assuming Sam and Ron are going to get back together. In yeah. This Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they get back together and this Hannah girl never comes. But she never comes. Dang, but I she wish, does. I want to know who she is. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess he's or she's his friend from back home and I think she lives in Long Island he says at one time and then even later on in the episode when he's hammered and he tells Jenny that he called her he's like you know her too and Jenny's from Long Island so I wonder if it's like a mutual friend of theirs right or someone they met when they were going out or something Mm -hmm. I kind of feel bad for Hannah though because he's like they legitimately say on the episode that uh she's like his backup girl like that'd be so embarrassing if you're watching this back and you're like fuck you ron your backup girl i know and i wonder if he like already had sex with her because again later in the episode he's like i had sex with four girls and then Vinny's like you're allowed to you're single (laughs) yeah and then he goes he's so wasted and then he's like three girl or four girls three days or three girls four days and like it keeps changing but yeah he is he is real he is on some real single ronnie drunk ronnie shit in this episode but he's so likable when he's like that though he's so yeah because he just seems so uptight normally and then when he gets drunk and he's single and he's fun like he just totally loosens up he seems like he'd be a really fun time I know, like, obviously their drama pretty much carried the show for five seasons. Yeah. But um, but it would have been interesting to see them apart because she's just so annoying and she doesn't have a great personality to begin with. And then her chasing after him and constantly, like, needing to talk to him and, you know, that just makes her so much more unlikable. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, uh, I did think it was funny when, uh, Dina is trying to cuddle with Polly and get in his bed. First of all, these are twin beds. Like, nobody can fucking fit in these beds. They Mm -hmm. are tiny. So she's, like, she's wanting to get in bed with him, and he pretends to be asleep. And you see it in the video. He's The way he's laying, you're like, oh, he's pretending. And then when she walks out of the room, you can see in the the dark video that he opens his eye. And he's like, is she gone? (laughs) Like, it's so, I just feel so bad for Dina watching this back. It's so embarrassing. It is embarrassing, but, um, I mean, what else do you do if you're Polly? His two, his two options were to do that or to be like, listen, it's not going to happen tonight. It's an awkward conversation to have with someone like the, I'm just not that into you conversation is awkward and it's hurtful for the other person. So have you ever had a conversation with someone like that where you just had to tell them, like, I'm just not interested? Yeah, I think, I think everyone has. The on, best on, policy. on both sides, too. On both yeah. sides. I think honesty is the best policy because I think a lot of people will say something like, I'm not ready for a relationship. or They kind of, like, try to sugarcoat it. And then um, I think that's more hurtful because then you watch that person get into a relationship with someone else and you're like, oh, that's funny. I thought you weren't ready. I, I've had conversations with guys before where I'm like, I can tell that you're just not that interested in me and that's okay. Like everybody has their own thing and their own type. And if I'm not yours, that's fine. But I think that people don't know how to have those conversations and it ends up being more hurtful in the long run. Yeah, I totally agree. And also, you don't want to, for like how a lot of girls will try to like force it with a guy. You don't, mm-hmm. why would you want a guy that's only a little bit into you anyways? Like, wouldn't you rather wait for a guy that like really likes you? It's oh, literally yeah. that fucking movie. He's just, He's not, just that not that into you. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie with uh, E from Entourage's in the know. opening scene. It's got so many good people in that movie. I, again, it's required viewing for everyone, in my opinion. It's a great movie. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine if Snooki and Mike actually ended up together? What a fucking shit show that would have been. Oh, my God. In these days, <sighs> if she, like, left Gianni for him. No, I mean, back in the day, because there was a scene um, after, like, Polly's pretending to be asleep and everything. Um, I think they're outside smoking, maybe. At first, I thought they were smoking inside, and I was like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. But I think they're <laughs> sitting outside smoking. Yeah. And they just have this, like, it almost is a chemistry, but I just, I looked at it, and I was like, God, can you imagine if they ended up actually being together? Just, I think it would have been a total disaster. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, she never wanted him that way. Well, Mike was this total mess. And actually, you know, Snooky, it seems in the season, the fourth season, that she's not a total disaster like she has been in the past. So, but I'm not sure. I, this is the only episode I've seen of this season, so I'm not sure. Well, I made a couple notes in the last episode. Like, there's a moment where Dina's trying to get her to take a shot, and she's like, no, I won't wake up for the gym in the morning. And um, you've obviously awesome. never heard her say that before. And then there's no. also a moment where Ronnie's the only one drinking, and she's like, why are you drinking by yourself? And it's like, the whole entire third season, she was drinking by herself. Yeah. Um, 
like I am right now, by the way. Um, <laughs> you're not drinking with it by yourself. I'm here with you. That counts. Yeah, but you're not drinking. <laughs> I'm having coffee. Okay. <laughs> it's only 1130 here. <laughs> oh, true, true. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, I think she, obviously, there's like noticeable weight loss in between season mm-hmm. three and season four with her. You know, she's with Gianni. She's happy, you know. Um, when you're like genuinely that happy, you just want to take care of yourself and do th- oh, these yeah. things. So, um, yeah, you want to feel good. You want to feel good from the inside out. So I, I love seeing this version of her cause she's still having a good time, but you can tell she just feels so much better overall. Yeah. There's, um, and you know what, she still does her completely slop wasted, typical snooky. Like she still definitely uh-huh. has those, moments and stuff throughout this season and um you can definitely do both you can definitely be a party girl and still take care of yourself it's called balance do you know yeah it's called balance (laughs) um do you know how long they were filming at a time is this like a two-month thing or do you know six weeks or something okay so for when they're at seaside i'm gonna say a month give or take Oh, okay. but in it, but this is the thing with Italy. I have no idea if they stayed longer because it's the travel was so. I I have no idea. Yeah, um, and because they all had an insane amount of luggage, like Snooky brought yeah. eight suitcases. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! I don't think I'd have to take eight suitcases suitcases anywhere for anything. I, the anxiety <laughs> I would have. That's just too much. I couldn't do that. Don't That's you crazy. get anxiety with one suitcase being like, oh my God, is it going to make it? Is it going to make it? Imagine yeah, that that's times why I, eight. <laughs> oh, anytime I travel, I just take a backpack or now I bought Vanessa and I like the, um, it's the rolly bag, but it goes, you can pull it behind you or beside you, which I like because I don't mm-hmm. want to trip people in the airport, but it is designed to fit under the seat in front of you so that's all I take I don't like to check bags because I get the anxiety of your bag getting lost or broken into I can't imagine taking that many did they get on a commercial flight they had to have right yeah and this this is what happened so the the girls traveled together and the boys traveled together and it was kind of a race like who's gonna get to the house first and okay. they booked them on two completely different, like both of them had layovers, but then uh-huh. they actually landed in Italy. The boys landed right in Florence, Italy. The girls landed in Italy in like a different part and had to take a commercial bus, like a great. Oh, that's me. And the, when the boys landed in Florence, the production crew had their own SUV that they drove them to the house in. The girls were on that's like so a commercial mean. bus. So I was like, which one of the girls pissed off production to make I was going to say, that? they should have done it the other way around. They should have had the boys have to make the trek just because. Be a gentleman, make the trek. That's crazy. Or that, why wouldn't would they be happy? Why wouldn't they book them all together and have them all travel together? Well, or- it was probably good TV to watch the girls struggle and the guys just 
we're here. That's exactly exactly what it was. Because like (laughs) Dina fell at the airport and like Jenny had a whole entire suitcase full of bronzer that exploded in her bag. Oh my God, how ridiculous. I I really do enjoy seeing them like at the grocery store and stuff and trying to read the labels because on a definitely smaller scale than this, there is a European market that is close to a reptile shop that we go to all the time. Mm -hmm. And so every time we go over there, we go in and we have the like Russian ladies pick out a deli meat and a cheese for us. We try something different all the time. But in that store, I have no idea what anything is. It's all in different languages. I can't read anything. So I can relate to it in that aspect. But I'm like, it must be so hard to be in a completely different country and not know what anything says. Oh, that I is know. stressful. Yeah. I think I would have studied before I went, though. Well, but that's just me. The, well, they showed that kind of in the last episode, them like they showed Sammy with a book, but the only one that actually learned it somewhat well was Vinny. But I think Vinny is yeah. also the most like authentically Italian of all of them to begin with. So his mom probably like spoke has spoken it to him and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, there's this whole, they just, it's their first Sunday in Italy. Like you said, they go to the grocery store. And so they come home from the grocery store and Sam is standing in the kitchen and she's like, Oh my God, why don't me and Dina cook? And this drove me fucking insane because it, she did this in Miami. She's like, all the girls yes. are going to cook next Sunday. And then, you know, Wow and Snooki were the ones that went to the store and they called all the guys they knew who were chefs back she at didn't home. and do anything. Sammy made a salad and that's it. And then even she, Dina's like, okay, me and you will cook. It'll be fun. And Dina's like trying to show her how to do things sam doesn't even know what any of the food is she goes in the fridge and she grabs raspberries and she's like what are these these are like weird strawberries and dina's like, like those what? are raspberries I'm like first of all raspberry is the best berry don't come at me that's my favorite berry i don't do you like not the know gritty what... i don't like the grittiness of the seeds oh. that get stuck in your teeth that's my problem but other than that I love raspberries. Um, they are delicious. But yeah, yeah. it's like, how, how do you, how have you never had a fucking raspberry before? That drove me crazy. I know, crazy. that blew my mind because I, I didn't know what it was at first. And then when Dina says it's a raspberry, it's like, you don't know what a fucking raspberry is? Like, what is wrong with you? Well, and you know, it's trouble when someone says, I'm going to make my own concoction. <laughs> oh yeah because dina asks her if she's gonna make like meat sauce or whatever and she's like i'll just make my own concoction it's like Ugh. yeah that's that's not what i want to hear from the person that's making my meal that is not a good cook and <laughs> and you know when they cook they have to cook a lot because there's eight oh, of yeah. them yeah they so, came in with like 10 bags full of groceries i was like holy shit that's a lot of food i've never cooked for that many people and i I, I feel like that would stress me out i wouldn't even know how to cook for that many people do you know what i mean yeah. oh no i have, would have zero idea zero i mean and it, it it's crazy to me that then they leave they're like well let's go out and have a nice well maybe we'll get a little bite to eat and it's like why you just bought like all these groceries i know D- dina dinner. goes i'm so hungry right now and then jay was like well you need to eat like let's go eat and then we'll just come back have and a couple do it. bites and like, of something that you just brought home exactly but wash those raspberries and put them in a bowl and munch on them while you're yeah cooking 
That's and then, what you do when you cook. You it, like take a bite here and take a taste there. And like you don't exactly. have to go out and have a meal first. And then so they leave. And then when they do this, Dina grabs. To be fair, they she can't read anything, but she grabs <laughs> like the dish soap. But instead of the stuff for like the dishwasher, she grabs the actual dish soap that you wash physical dishes with and puts it in. I wondered what she did. Oh, man. So it foams. And then there's a moment where Ronnie's like, what is this? And then he just like puts towels all around it. But um, I always think that I'm like, what would happen if I just put like Dawn into the dishwasher? But that's that's what would happen. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. And I I think it was funny also, because you see them at the cafe and they're like, I love this little cafe. Oh, yeah, me too. And it's like they try to justify eating before cooking dinner by having salads because all three of them are eating a salad. Except for Jenny. So, Jenny had an egg sandwich. Oh, I thought, God, you had a, an egg sandwich, carbs and protein before you even start cooking dinner. It's like crazy. It's so crazy. And then they get all mad that the guys started cooking dinner because they didn't know where the hell they were when they were coming back. I would have done the same thing. I know. And like you said before, uh, what we always talk about, it's not like they have cell phones. So it's not like, you know, Mike can just call Jenny and be like, are you guys coming back or uh, what's going on? They literally have no idea. So the guys are like, for all we know, these girls could be out day drinking right now. Yes. You know. Um, Yeah. Meatballing. Yeah. So the girls are pissed. They're like, oh my God, we wanted to cook. And it's like, well, clearly you didn't, though. Like, First of all, if I came home and there were, like, three or four hot guys in the kitchen making me dinner, I'd be like, awesome, thank you. Like, I really didn't want to do this anyways. <laughs> honestly, if I was living in this house with, like, Mike, who obviously um, seems to be the best cook of them all, mm. um, and, you know, all these guys that are that are constantly, like, on the grill and stuff – I would, like, mm-hmm. just trust them to cook, and I'd be like, listen, yeah. you guys are probably a better cook than me, but just tell, let me know if you need any help, and if not, I'll clean mm-hmm. up. Like, that's what exactly. I would do. I don't understand why these, do. why these girls are, just never do anything, and then when they do, they try to go all or nothing. Like, yes. why don't you just let them, co- like, get drunk while you clean up, and, like, who cares? Yeah. It'll be fun. Play you know? some music. Well, exactly. they can't listen to music, but. Well, oh, yeah. Well, that's what I would have done, too, because I'm not a great cook. I do cook for my family, and I try really hard every mm-hmm. time, but I'm not a great cook. So I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, you guys handle the cooking. I will get down and dirty with some dishes and wipe down the counters. I can cut stuff up if you need. Like, you tell me what you need, and I'm here to assist. But I would be so happy if I lived in a house with a bunch of guys who were grilling and cooking me food all the time. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Especially guys that, like, yeah. look as good as them. Like, Ronnie, I would be like, show me what you eat for breakfast. Like, right. show me all this stuff. Like, I want to look like you. You know you what I mean? You know that they're cooking, like, the best grilled chicken, the best steak. Like, it's perfectly seasoned. Oh, my God. You know, and, and speaking of Ronnie, I noticed that the guys look so small in this episode. I feel like Ronnie is like so juiced up now, but back then he was just cut. Like they were all just cut. They weren't big guys. Mm-hmm. It's very different from what I see now, except for Polly. Polly's always kind of been the same, but you know, specifically Ronnie and Mike look very cut. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I mean, 
they're both clearly like did roids, but like they both look good. And even like Vinny in this episode, I was like, I always didn't really think Vinny got like a decent body until the whole keto thing. But then I was looking at mm-hmm. him in like the jacuzzi part of this episode, and I was yeah. like, he actually looked decent back then, though. Yeah, like I agree. Yeah, he's cute. I think I think Vinny's cute. Uh, I did think it was funny that. Well, the girl, the other girls are out at the cafe, and the guys start to cook. Snooky's still in bed, so um, okay. I can relate to this. I can sleep all fucking night and all fucking day. I love to sleep, but I don't do it because I feel guilty. I feel like I need to be up doing stuff, but I could. I could if I had nothing else to do. Do you have blackout curtains in your room? No, but the way that our our room faces, we don't get uh a lot of afternoon sun because of the way our house is like the sun is all coming in from this side Mm -hmm. right now um but i have the 3d uh like the nightshade yeah which is one of the best purchases i ever made for like 10 bucks on amazon because it's 3d so it, it is elevated a little so it doesn't smush your eyelids which i hate it doesn't touch your eyelids and it's completely blacked out all the way around. So I wear that. I can sleep forever. Okay, so I actually really, I'm a night person through and through, but Me I too. still like getting up early because I just feel like I get more accomplished and like, I, I just feel like I get more done and I feel better about myself when I get up early. Mm-hmm. But then the like, there's days where like, I'm like, I know I have to sleep in, you know what I mean? Like if I stayed up too late or whatever. So that's the only time I'll use the nightshades. And I feel like I'm going to buy some of those because I feel like I need those. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. They're like 10 bucks on Amazon or something and they're fantastic. Um, But I was also going to say, I totally agree with you. I, I have a rule for myself that when I wake up, especially, so I have to wake up to take Vanessa to school anyways. So Mm -hmm. during the summer though, when I wake up, I make myself get up because I know that if I like lay in bed and watch something or go through my phone or whatever, say I wake up at like nine or eight. If I go back to sleep, I'll wake up at like three in the afternoon. So I know that the first time I wake up is when I have to physically get out of bed or I will sleep the rest of the day. That's crazy. I can't, I can't sleep I all day sleep. like that. I I used to when I was like, like wa- watching her do this, it reminded me when I first started working nights because I was working mm. like six, seven days a week at the time, nonstop. So my whole entire life was just like coming home, going to bed, sleeping till like two, three, yeah, getting ready, eating, going to work yeah. again. Like, so I could relate to that. But now, hell no, I could never... Nope. There's I can too never. Much to do. It makes me feel like depressed when I get up, and even if it's like eleven, I'm like, oh my god, I wasted my whole day. I wasted my whole day. I'm not going to get anything done. I mean, even this morning, I accidentally I fell asleep last night without making sure my alarms were on, and I usually get up at seven thirty to help Vanessa with her stuff for school. I woke up at eight forty one, and her school starts at eight fifty. And I was like, shit. (laughs) And it just kind of ruins your whole morning. You're completely off. Like the whole, I didn't get, I was going to go to the gym after I dropped her off and then come do the episode with you. But I didn't even get to do any of that because my whole morning was messed up. Yeah, I feel you. I, and when I wake up, I like to 
like drink a coffee and like read a chapter of a book and like yeah then like eat and work out and then eat again like I don't like to feel rushed (laughs) (laughs) well you gotta eat something light before your workout and then you gotta eat something like heavy after (laughs) exactly exactly um okay so there's this moment here where Snooki calls Gianni and he's upset because she still hasn't called him and there's like a moment okay first of all I feel like a lot of people don't like Gianni because of what they have seen of him from mainly the Italy season. This is a season when people think of them that stands out, Um, you know, because he comes later and then he leaves after being there for like less than a day and this whole dramatic thing. But I feel like most of their moments are probably good. And the show just like cut up the bad ones to -hmm. put in there to make him seem like a dick because it's better TV because you, you and I just covered Snooki and Wow. You were on most of my episodes with me on my Patreon. And yeah. um, we both agreed that he is, seems like such a genuine person. Um, yeah. But she even says to him at one point, she's like, there's a time difference. And I looked it up and Florence, Italy is six hours ahead of New Jersey. That's a that's a big time difference. So when and like she said, she sleeps till three o'clock in the afternoon when would she call him? I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, so I actually understood why he seemed frustrated. Now the time difference is just something that is, it's just difficult to deal with, Mm -hmm. but I can imagine if I, this is, is this kind of a new relationship for them or have they been together for a year or something? When they, in the last episode and episode one, she said they'd been dating for six months at this point. Okay. So it's a pretty new relationship and I'm sure he's watched previous seasons of the show and seen her. He's a New Jersey maybe- local. He's local to Seaside Heights. Like yes. that's his area. He's He knows everything about this girl. From yes. from the okay. fame and from people who know her. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So, and, and also, like, it, in your early 20s, you're not as secure with yourself or your relationships. And your emotions and your hormones are a little higher than when you settle into, like, your 30s. Um, the 30s are the best years of my life so far. I am all about the 30s. So, I, I just remember the emotions being higher in your 20s. and you know, with higher emotions, a newer relationship, someone who's all the way across the world and living with other men and going out to the club all the time and drinking. I totally understand why he would be upset, Mm -hmm. why he would have those feelings. I didn't look at this moment and feel like he was being completely out of line and crazy. He was probably a little bit more emotional than he could have been. But he's also early 20s, and then when you look at the big picture of everything that's going on, mm-hmm. it makes sense to me. I I agree with you, because also he knows she's filming a TV show, and if something does happen, then the whole world is going to know about it. And they've already showed mm-hmm. his face on camera at this point as Snooki's boyfriend. And right. I would be like that too. I'd be like, I don't want to be embarrassed if like something happens, but little does he know he probably watched the season back and was like, Oh my God, this girl loved me so much from the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this, um, this season, I mean, this being season four, 
she's a pro by now. She knows what makes good TV. She knows that they have to go out and get wild and drink and stuff like that. So, you know, when you're, you're drunk, you're at a club, your inhibitions are lowered. I can understand why he would be kind of worried about it. Yeah. Just the where's my boyfriend episode. Ugh. I'm like not looking forward to covering that at all because I'm going to oh. have to say some mean things about Gianni and we all know how I feel about Gianni. I like him. I know. So. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I bet that's an interesting episode to see. Yeah, it's where she, like, gets drunk in the club and, like, lifts up her skirt and Gianni, like, just walks out of the club, walks, Wow's chasing after him, Snooki's falling all over the cobblestone road, she's bawling, she's got black all down her face, she's like, where's my boyfriend? And then Jenny's like, he's running away from you. And then, like, he comes to the house and he just grabs his stuff and he leaves and, like, he just doesn't come back. I would maybe do the same thing. It's embarrassing. You're on national television and like the highest rated reality show of the time. You know, millions of people are watching. I don't know. That'd be embarrassing. I know, but... Can we talk about how amazing the Italian pizza looks when they go to... Okay, well, well, bef- before before they go to the pizza place, there's just a moment where Mike's listening in on Snooki's conversation. Oh, like, he's yeah. legit just, like, hovering over her, and he's like, come on, like, don't let it bother you. Come on, let's go. Let's go smoke. And he's just, like, comforting her. He's like, you know, you know. And it's like, oh, Mike. But- even in the background, so even when she's talking to Gianni, he makes a comment in the background, like, don't let this upset you or something. And... That is such a petty thing to do because if I was Gianni and I'm having this like heated conversation with my girlfriend and then I hear Mike in the background, I would be fucking pissed. I'd be like, tell him to mind his own fucking business. I know. Oh man. He just loves to stir the pot. Mike loves to stir the pot. He's such a fucking creep in this episode. Oh, he's such a shit stirrer. So this is where we learn about the pizza place, uh, the pizzeria is where they're going to work. And this is one thing I fucking hate about Jersey Shore is that they focus so much on the job aspect of it all. And it's like the yeah. first season I totally get because they tried to make it like the Guido real world. And then right after that, like we know that these people have money, like we know that, you know, they no one cares to see them at work but but it was funny yeah brushing shirts (laughs) any any of the jobs they have because all the footage that they use from it nothing ever happens they just use like minuscule little footage here and there in an episode and it's just I have no idea why they do it but it was funny Jay was talking head she's like when I'm 80 years old and I'm making pizza in my kitchen and my kids ask me where I learned to make pizza I'm gonna be like I made pizza in Florence Italy now shut your damn mouth and enjoy my pizza (laughs) (laughs) that would be a really cool experience it'd be really something awesome to be able to bring home yeah that knowledge it was funny how he chose Snooki to be the like demonstrator she was so funny she's like I don't know what you're saying to me (laughs) yeah that would be put on the spot like that I would have total anxiety about it and then not being able to understand the language is like I don't know what to do I know help yeah it looked good though even her pizza looked good and that's really saying something yeah it did um real Italian pizza not like American pizza 
I know. Yeah. American pizza sucks. I need to try some new stuff. Yeah. Um, so they go out to this bar and Mike meets Brittany, one half of the twins. But at this point, we don't know she's a twin. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And I follow this girl on Instagram. She's, she's sober now. She wrote a book about, because oh. she was also on Bachelor Pad, I think the show's called. She was on another reality show. And Riley, friend of the podcast from Snapback to Reality Pod, um, she knows this girl personally because she went oh, to okay. um, she went to university in Florida. And Mike even says that here. He's like Brittany's a student from like an American from Florida living in Italy. Yes. A student. And um, Riley said that this girl said that like they let her sign the like the waiver to come on TV when she was blackout drunk and. Um, well, just they didn't give a fuck, obviously, and no, yeah, obviously, no surprise to anybody who's been a fan of the show because we've seen these girls in horrible situations, and they allow the they're being taken advantage of. I think a little well, bit, yeah, of course. But um, yeah. So yeah, this girl, she we we meet her. She becomes like a staple in the Italy season a little bit because really? a lot of shit okay. goes down with her and her sister. Well, like I said, we find out she has a twin the next episode, and then Dina hooks up with her, and it's like this whole thing. But um, Snooky sees Mike talking to him, and she's like, "Mike, this girl isn't hot at all." Mike's like, "Really? I thought she was." Mike is so fucked up. He's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Polly, tell me, is this girl hot?" And then Polly's like, "Sure, sure." <laughs> okay, so here's my question because I even I looked at her, and so Snooky just straight up says that girl is ugly, and I was like, I didn't think she was ugly, so I rewound it and looked again, and I was like, no, I still don't think she's ugly. No, she's I not think ugly. She looks like a normal, cute girl. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely a jealousy moment for sure. Yeah. Uh, because I did, I did not think she was ugly at all. I've seen them bring home worse. Yeah. No, I a thousand percent agree. It was really weird that she said that. Yeah. Um, it didn't. It didn't make sense. Yeah, I agree. So this is where Ronnie is absolutely shit face hammered, and he's telling Jenny about his guest and. There's a p- part where Brittany and Mike are walking in front and Ronnie lifts up his shirt and he's like, it's your choice. It's your choice to the Brittany <sighs> girl. I'm like, relax. <laughs> I know. He's trying so hard to make Sam jealous and it totally works. If Ronnie brought home, Ronnie has never brought home a girl in all of Jersey Shore and Sam has never brought home a guy in all of Jersey Shore except for each other. Isn't that insane? Really? Whoa. Yeah. Imagine Ronnie brought a girl home. That. Do you think I think Sam would have tried to fight her? I I'm surprised that he didn't for that because of that fact. I'm actually surprised about that that they wouldn't try to make the, that something happen. There. How long have um Sam and Ron been broken up at this point? So they left season three together. Um, okay. And I don't know. I'm going to say a couple months. Okay. So still really fresh. Yeah. 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 
I thought it was funny when Ron was talking to, um, he was talking to Jenny and he just like falls over in the street. It's that like, was the oh best moment ever. He, I see. It's I don't, I don't agree with you. There's another moment that I liked more than that. Total, total guy thing to do when you're just uh-huh. like, this is total drunk man thing to do just to fall over and to just get up. Like nothing happened and no yeah. one saw it and just keep oh, walking. Exactly. Like that's exactly yeah. what he did. When, if a woman were to do that, we would like laugh and like, Oh my God, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I liked, I think it was, who was Dina walking with? Was she walking Sam. with Sam? Yeah. Okay. So they're walking and they, and Dina is fucking trash. I mean, like tripping <laughs> over her heels, like slurring her words, like just, oh man, she was so trash. So they're walking and they see an officer on the side of the street and Sam's like, oh God, like, don't get arrested, basically. She's like, abnormal, please. And she totally straightens up. And you can see it in her face that she's totally fucked up, but she's looking forward and she's trying to walk straight. And I laughed at that moment. I thought that was really funny. Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, get your shit together. You don't want to get arrested. Yeah. That was great. Fun. Yeah, that was hilarious. And the, <laughs> even Sam's like, if you feel sick, you please let me know. Dina's like, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm so proud of myself for not falling. And then she like gets into the house and falls, of course. Falls right in, yeah, in the front door. But to be These fair, people, Dina does have so really drunk. little legs. Not she little, is. but short legs. So yeah. I don't know if I'm a lanky uh, person. They just, they get so drunk. I can't like, I mean, to me, this is like, to me, this is normal problem. though. Like, this is how I get with my friends when I go out, or even worse. (laughs) Well, I think just the fact that they're doing it two, three times, four times a week for a month or two is so overwhelming to think of. It's a lot. You're not going out with your friends that much, are you? I mean, not now, not anymore. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) But um, back in the day, though, yeah. Back in the day, yeah. You know, I was in my early 20s in Vegas, so I had a lot of wild nights too, but it was usually just once a week. So it just seems like a lot to be doing it several times a week. But you also like had a child at a young age I, and stuff. Like I, I did, yeah. So I was just like straight partying from the moment I could. So, <laughs> so I got my once a week night out and I'd get pretty wild then. But um, Mike brings Brittany home Mm -hmm. and again they're all just like he's she's ugly you could do so much better and I'm like yeah she's fine Snooki and Vinny have this moment where Snooki's like am I prettier than her and then Vinny's like do you like Mike is that why you're saying that and then Snooki's like no but every girl you guys bring home is ugly and then Vinny's like well, we can't have you, so what do you want yeah. us to do? And, you know, typical guy response to say that, yeah. you know, what else is Just he going to say? Use the her? situation. But, um, but I agree. It's really weird to me that she was like that. I think that mm-hmm. – um, I don't I don't even know. I can't even defend her because I have no I idea. Think, I think it's a situation where she doesn't want to be with him because she loves Gianni. But it feels good for someone else to want you. Mm-hmm. And so when they start to put their attention somewhere else, that can feel like it's being taken from you. Because mm. um, they have another moment in a little bit that I kind of made me wonder. 
Um, but he brings that Britney home, Britney girl home. They have sex. Okay. Was she giving him you, a blowjob at the beginning? I was going to say, like, you literally see him getting a blowjob because... That's what I thought. They, like, zoom in on him in, like, His the face. black and white night footage and he's like yeah he's like laying down and he's lifting his head up like he's watching her and he's like lifting uh-huh. the covers up and like the look on his face is like damn like you can tell he's and getting he goes, like yeah he's like we're definitely gonna hang out again so i was like he's getting a fucking blowjob on national television and then they have sex did they have sex they though because it seemed like right after he was like do you want, do you need one of your girls to come get you or should I just call you a taxi? I saw her get on top of him. Oh, so okay. I'm assuming that they had sex. Okay, yeah. And then they edit it to make it look like immediately after they have sex, he's like, do I need to call you a cab? I was like, God, that would make me feel so dirty. Wouldn't that make you feel awful? He, yes, but that's what they do with all of these girls. Oh, like if you've seen after? the show before, you know that right after they're calling you a cab. Ugh, like get the hell out of here oh and then the girls are yelling shit at her on the way out like that's, that's so not nice well like, I, I didn't slut, hope we never see you again only only snooki did because even jay was like oh are you leaving already and then she's like bye nice meeting you like even if she was being like sarcastic she she didn't say anything I bad and then snooki was like that she bye said whore. hope we never i thought that jenny said hope we never see you again Oh, or well, we'll probably. never see you again or something. It's just so mean. It's just such a mean girl thing. Well. I don't know. I, fuck, if I was one of these girls, like, if I met Mike at the club and I went home with him, I'd be terrified of, like, Jenny. And yeah. I think I'd be terrified of all of them. I know. They're just mean girls. But I also think so that, that I'd be that. more interested in, like, trying to be friends with Snooki than, like, banging Mike, to be honest. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> And Dina. I'm like, uh, can I just like do a shot with you guys? Yeah. <laughs> Bucket I list check. With them. I don't, yeah, exactly. So, like, Mike and Snooki are talking, and she says there's nothing there between them other than a friendship. And he's like, well, I, you know, I beg to differ. But in that moment, it felt to me like she was saying that specifically because they were on camera. It was a, it felt like a self-aware moment. Like maybe they both feel the chemistry and she knows it's there, but she cannot fucking say that on camera because she knows Gianni is going to see this. So do you not know what happens this season then with them? No, I have never watched this season. Girl, I need to freaking <laughs> pick another episode for you to do with yes, me. Yes, I'm into this season. So I like it. basically the drama that happens and this is why Mike wasn't invited to Snooki's wedding or anything he tells Ronnie that um a couple months ago when she first started dating Gianni that they were out with Ryder you know Snooki's best Uh friend Ryder her and Unit who's the situation's best friend the four of them were out together and Ryder and the Unit started having sex and Snooki was like I'm so horny let's just have sex so he told Ronnie that Snooki cheated on Gianni with him and then mm. Ronnie was telling Sam Jenny overheard told Snooki and then Snooki like freaked the fuck out and like yeah whoa yeah cause you can't say that shit on camera my boyfriend's gonna see this and Ooh. every person in the fandom thinks that Mike's telling the truth and Snooki's lying 
because oh, I she believe like it. but and I used to like defend Snooky to the end because Mike even came out like somewhat recently and was like I lied like I made the whole thing up but people he's probably just trying to exact it however he can exactly so yeah I don't know so I'm just so excited to like go back and decipher these episodes Ooh, but crazy so yeah so watching this now <laughs> with the two of them and she's like you know we're just friends right and he's like uh-huh. well you know uh, I think there's something more there that's how he talked it felt like to me that she could almost like break the fourth wall look directly at the camera and be like you know we're just friends, right? Like, she's reading for a script or something. It really felt like she was saying that specifically for Gianni, knowing that he would see it. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I kind of... We know that they've hooked up before, like, it's confirmed. We've seen it on camera. Um, But I kind of think that they might have hooked up in, like, the gray area with her and Gianni. Like... They weren't, like, official, official yet, but they knew they were going to be, you know? Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I don't know, but either way, Mike's a... Mike loves to stir the shit. Yeah, either way, even if they were, like, Mike's a fucking dick. Because you know that Mike doesn't, like, actually want to be with her. Uh Like, he just... Yeah. Oh, my God. So much to unpack with these episodes. So he's even stirring the shit at lunch, like, the next day. Yeah, so the house goes out to eat, and, uh, you know, obviously a few of them aren't there. But Vinny tells Sammy that her and Ronnie are a bad time when they're drunk because the night before they were both wasted at the club, talking to each other, whatever. And I just love how real Vinny is because... You know, there's so many things I don't like about him, but I do like how he's always so honest with her and Ron. Like, he'll say, like, can you guys just please this year, like, we're in Italy. Like, can you guys not fight? Like, this is a once in a lifetime experience, like, whatever. And and then... And then when they start doing it, then he gets a little more aggressive with her. He's like, I don't care. Like, I'm just telling you, you're not a good time when you're drunk. And obviously, Sammy's getting super defensive, like... Mm-hmm. anyone would be though you know right and then she's like well like I'm sorry I'm always gonna have feelings for him like what do you want me to do and then Was like well you guys just shouldn't talk to each other when you're drunk I'm just being honest like if I'm saying this to everyone else I'm, I want to say it to you too and then yeah. and then it almost seems like they finally got Sam to calm down and everything and then for some reason Mike just thinks that this is the perfect time to say oh, Ronnie Ronnie was so funny last night. Like he said he got five girls coming back to the house. And Sammy's like, really? Like the look like, on why her was face. that even necessary to say? He just loves to stir the shit. He's such an <laughs> asshole. God. It's like everything was finally calming down and you just want to amp it right back up. I mean, if you we're living in this house with Ron and Sam. Would you tell her that she's annoying or would you just stay out of it? I would be honest. I, I would probably take the Vinny approach, but I wouldn't like stir the pot like Mike because I'd want them to be as calm as possible so they didn't ruin my time. Because mm-hmm. getting them all worked up is just going to make everything shitty for everyone else. Well, little does Mike know that it's going to turn on him, so. Yikes. Um, so you Is know- this the season that they look, they have, like, 
they teased the whole season this big fight between Ron and Mike, and at the end, Mike just ends up like punching the wall. It's is that this season? It's or like no headbutting the wall. Yeah, or it's the fifth episode, so it's okay. Yeah, so coming up. Yeah, so basically, uh, Ron and Sam are in a fight, and then Sam's like, "Well, he told me the other day that you, ho ho, you got five girls coming back," and then Ron just like goes into a roid rage, like snap and he's like i'm gonna get real fucking goalie right now and then he like he just he just like goes into like a different thing and then mike's like you want to do it let's do it and then mike just like he said on family vacation that he thought that the wall was like i don't even know what the material is the stuff that's like easy to go through Right. You know what I mean? And then... But was it, like, concrete or It was brick? concrete. So he went, uh, like, he put his, like, full body into it, and then... Oh, my God. Also, he was in the middle of, like, a withdrawal from that. So in his head, he's like, I want to mm. fuck myself up because then I can go to the hospital and get pills because he was withdrawing. Oh. Like, this season is dark as hell. Golly. Okay, yeah, that's crazy. So him and Ronnie actually do fight. Like, Ronnie gets a couple, like, decent punches in, but the security is there, like, breaking them right. up right away, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a dark season. So... There's this, like, scene, it's, like, two seconds, and Dina is just telling everyone that Mike was being weird and that he, like, tried to, she's like, yeah, he, like, tried cuddling with me, so I was like, oh, let's just go smoke a cigarette, and then all of a sudden we see the whole entire house go out to this rooftop, like, restaurant to eat. It's amazing. Oh, Oh my my God, God. did it not look beautiful? And, like, you know the food in this place is, like, top-tier Italian, like, best wine, best food like it looked fucking amazing really i would fucking oh i would love this yeah um but then polly like was it polly who brought it up right he's like dina you said that mike wanted to cuddle and you turned him down and she's like no i never said that and polly's like yeah that's what you were saying this morning and then obviously mike's like i never said i wanted to cuddle with you and the whole house it is was, just like, ooh. It was just a dumb argument. It's like, they, I think that um, Dina took it too personally and she like felt attacked. If it were me, I would have just been like, oh yeah, you were trying to cuddle with me. You were getting in my bed. Like you, there was no space. I had to leave you behind. I would have made like a joke out of it. But she was super, super upset about it. Um, I, so I just think that the producers probably told Polly to say something. Uh-huh. That's almost what it seemed like. I don't know. Do you think the producers are super involved in this season or in the show at all? To me, it seems like they're not involved at all, but I don't know the backstory of the show. There's a couple of scenes in this season that are coming up that, um, I know for a fact that they're 100% produced. They're not real scenes at all. Um, Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah, I just, yeah, I think that every reality show has heavily produced scenes and some are more obvious Mm -hmm. than others. But um, I mean, it could have been like that, but why else would Polly say that? And then they just, they tried to make it seem like almost a storyline, how like Snooki was in the bathroom and she's like, Polly like did her dirty like um i don't know 
I don't know. It seemed like it seemed like something that I wouldn't get super upset about. I would just make a joke out of it and move on. But, yeah, me neither. If I were Dean, I would have been like, whatever, Mike. Like, I don't care if you want to cuddle with me or not. Like, you were fucked up and you're trying to share my bed and all I wanted to do was go yeah. smoke. Like, leave me alone. I think Dina's super sensitive. So that was that coming out. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about Ronnie and Vinny in the jacuzzi together? Because that was probably the best part of the episode. Okay, in my opinion. if I lived in this house, I would be in that jacuzzi twenty four seven. You would just be like a wrinkly old lady all the time. Oh hell yeah! Wrinkly fingers and toes. I yeah. love. It looked amazing. I love hot tubs. I love pools. Oh. I love anything where the water is. I take multiple this baths. This makes me want to like. I was gonna say this makes me want to like have a hot Epsom salt like that <laughs> just thinking about it they were so cute because they were like this is definitely a romantical situation it was like bringing the, them together the jets push you together <laughs> so they're like trying to stay on either side of the jacuzzi but the jets are like pushing them together and then they just give into it and they just float next to each other they're almost intertwined in each other <laughs> floating it was so funny i loved it it was. It was really funny. and uh, I love that. I would fucking love a jacuzzi like that in my house. Just you saying. and I would probably live in there. We'd be there with, like, our wine and, like, <laughs> probably, like, set up a TV next to it so we could watch our shows. Oh, when yeah. I was in Mexico, we had a jacuzzi on our balcony. Oh, that sounds our amazing. Room. So God, sweet. That sounds so good. I love it. Um, I love it. Okay, so we get our last, like, kind of club scene of the night, and mm-hmm. nothing really happens except for Sam being wasted trying to approach Ron and, she, Ron, and she goes up to him, and she is so drunk, she falls on the ground. She's like, Ron, I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. And he's like, okay, well, I'll help you up. Like, you're fine. Go hang out with Dina. And Sam's like, no, like, I need to talk to you. And Ron's like, don't talk to me when you're drunk. I want us to talk when we're sober and you don't want to. Yeah. And I'm on Ron's side because like. Me too. Team Ron. If you yeah. only want to talk when you're drunk, then like, fuck off. You know what I mean? It's ne- well, it's never a good idea. Especially these two with their like toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. The last thing that you want to do in a situation like this is have a serious relationship talk when you're both wasted. It is a bad idea every time. I was totally team Ron on this. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. Nothing else really happens. This is where the whole, she's too young for you, bro, starts. Which... I was going to ask you, is this the beginning of too young for <sighs> you, bro? That's so annoying. And in the last episode, <laughs> Vinny was at his house with, like, you know, Uncle Nino and his whole family and stuff. And Vinny's like, um, oh, one of his cousins or something was like, uh, what's the first thing you're going to do? And then Vinny's like, I'm going to ask what the age of consent is. And then <laughs> Uncle Nino goes, when you meet them, just lift their armpits up. If they have hair, you're good to go. Ooh, and I'm like, I was say, that Uncle did Nino not age like well. Freak. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck Ugh. yeah. You know, Uncle Nino's like the drunk guy at the family function that like a 15-year-old girl will be wearing, like, a string bikini, and he'll be the weird motherfucker to, like, mm. try to undo it and, like, think it's funny. That's Uncle he's Nino, the uncle. You know? He's the uncle you don't want to hug at family get-togethers. He yes. Just, that's weird Uncle Nino. He's the one that you stay away from. Yep. He's the one that comes close and, like, squishes your boobs into him. 
Oh, God, I can't even talk about it anymore. Oh, creepy Uncle Nino. He's funny on TV. He's good TV, but God, he would be so creepy if he was your uncle. I can't fucking stand Uncle Nino. I don't understand why MTV is still giving him a paycheck because he sucks. Um, I don't know. So basically back at the house mike calls Brittany. you know mike is doing his typical i always have a backup plan for mm-hmm. every time i don't get a girl home uh so disgusting and then this is where dina tries to sit on Polly's lap but he ends up getting up and then um and then sam and ron just have a moment you know ron's eating and sam's like what are you eating can i talk to you and then they just like have their moment and they every time that Sam and Ron have these like romantic moments like this at the end of the episode they always play like a cute like love song and I feel like they should just be playing like the rec room for a dream theme like oh my god that's so good so good yeah I well see but I I totally have been there and I it almost made me feel those feelings that I've had before. When you're in a relationship, you know it's not good for you, but you love them still. And when she puts her head on the back of his neck and she's like, I miss you. I love you. I just want to like be in bed cuddling with you. I was like, oh, I've, I've done that. I've been there. And you get back together and you have this makeup sex and it's like mind blowing. And you're like all in love again and then you do it all over again you do all the toxic shit you fight you break it's all a cycle yep i could just see it a hundred percent and to be fair to ron and sam but especially sam because i do give her a lot of shit on this podcast Mm -hmm. um to be fair to the two of them i feel like if the show wasn't a thing and if they it was only one season and whenever I feel like they might have broken up got back together one more time and then like officially called it quits like I don't think that mm-hmm. the relationship would have been dragged out as far as it was and been so toxic I think that when you're literally it's your job to live with this person um obviously that's got to be hard and um, also, you have cameras in front of you, so like, uh, you know, if the other, if you think the other person's like making you look stupid, just kind of like what you said with Gianni, you're more likely to be like, don't let the world like think I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Um, and I mean, it's your livelihood. Like they were making so much money mm-hmm. after the first season that it's like, what are you gonna do? Go make like minimum wage? waiting tables or something or are you going to take advantage of this opportunity to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year or you know I don't know how much they're making I know it was a lot mm-hmm. you I would have milked that thing as long as I could I mean because here they are 10 years you know 12 years later and they're still making money off of this exactly even with family vacation like the show is horrible like why are they all still doing the show you can tell that like Polly why not like hates his life being there but but yeah. w- the whole Polly of it all is weird to me because I'm like Polly's got millions and millions and millions of dollars why is he still there but like Vinny and like Ronnie for example um like you can tell that they like need to maintain their lifestyle you know what I mean yeah. that they got from being on yep. this show yeah, I'm sure Ronnie didn't do well with his savings. I, it, Vinny seems like he's probably got a savings account and all of that. But 
No. Yeah, Ronnie probably spends it as soon as he touches it. So, uh, well, he's getting married soon. So, <laughs> to who? Sapphire, what? his girlfriend. Well, his fiance God. now. Mazel tov to Ronnie and mm-hmm. Sapphire. I'm gonna have to look them up. Are they on the show mm-hmm. together? What do you think about her? Do they have a pretty? Does it seem stable? So she seems fine. I don't really like have anything against her i mean she's 30 years old and claims she's never seen an episode of jersey shore so that to me is a little liar especially if your fiance is on it or your like boyfriend that's like the first thing you would do even even if like before they met for sure she's seen jersey shore Oh, and yeah, like you said, absolutely. if not, the moment you meet someone, if you found out they're on a reality show, wouldn't the first thing you do is go back and watch the whole entire discography yeah. of that? <laughs> absolutely. I would want to know everything, but I'm like a super stalker. Same. Well, everyone is. Everyone is. <sighs> it's the year yeah. of, um, or the decade, the age of, we can find out Technology. anything about anyone, you know? Oh, Yeah. And I have stuff to tell you about that on my episode when we record. Fucking awesome. So, guys, right now, Julie and I are going to record an episode for her show. So, um, if you're listening to this and you don't know about Julie's show, head on over to Resting Bitch Face. Julie, plug all your stuff right now. Yeah, it's all Resting Bitch Pod. You can listen to Resting Bitch Face anywhere you listen to your episodes, uh, your podcasts. And when we do our episode, we're going to give some people unsolicited advice. Uh, Maybe answer the question if they're an asshole. We're going to talk about the Met Gala and some of the fashion. And then also, I am going to tell you some juicy new secrets that I found out about my (gasps) ex-husband and his new wife. (gasps) And all <laughs> kinds of juicy shit that I uh, cyber stalked about him. So, yeah, Fucking head awesome. over to Resting Bitch Face and listen now. Awesome. Guys, go listen. And thank you so much for listening to this. And you guys are the best. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.